Hey, I know it might be hard to get you to believe me, but I want you to know that if you're ever feeling down or that everything is falling apart and you just wanted to stop, just know that there are people that are there for you. Whether you think it or not, you'll be okay. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I know you won't believe me at first, but you have to have a little bit of faith and a little bit of hope. If you're listening to this, just know that I believe in you. You're strong, you're loved, you're worth so much in this big world. Your potential is limitless. When life gives you lemons, you got this. What's up guys? I hope everyone had an amazing weekend and holiday season with tons of food, time with family and friends, and of course some rest and relaxation. I cannot even believe that it's 2020 already. I feel like time is flying by. It's just insane. Uh, I'm so excited to see what this year has to offer in the amazing breakthrough that's coming for myself and all of my listeners. So I, I wish you all of the best in this new year and excited to watch all of our lives unfold. It's going to be awesome. Um, so today on my podcast, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, it's not going to be an interview and I'm just hopping on here and I figured I would do a little 2019 year in review episode and discuss all of my different moments that I went through in 2019. Um, I figured it would be a great idea to start off the new year and reflect on the experiences that shaped me in 2019, the great experiences, the lowest experiences. Um, I just, I will, I love the idea of reflecting, learning and growing from every single moment that we experience in life. And I think that reflecting really gives us a moment to look back on all we went through, every amazing experience we went through or um, the different struggles that we, we got through. I think that's so important. My 2019 was full of blessings and lessons and trials for me. Um, it was definitely a year that I felt every single emotion. Like looking back, I I definitely went through a roller coaster of emotions. In, but I think there was definitely some good moments, some sad moments, and a lot of in between. Um, this is definitely way out of my comfort zone, but I'm going to try and keep it real, raw, and honest. Um because I think that's so important and that's really the purpose of my podcast. I really want to uh, reach out to everybody because I know that there's different struggles or um, blessings that we go through in life and we could all relate to each other in some way. So I think it's uh, very important that I keep it real and um, I'm very excited for this episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. If you end up loving it, then please uh, give me a great review and leave some comments, leave some tips. This is all new to me still. This is only my third episode. So really just help me out and give me some pointers. I'm always here for some feedback. I think it's great to get feedback and better my podcast. Um, so let's get right into it. I'm so excited. So in January of 2019, I felt like I started off the year on a super high note. I got to travel to Lexington, Kentucky, which is um, where I went to school. I went to University of Kentucky and did gymnastics there. Um, so I traveled there for Excite Night, and it, it's also the alumni night, so I got to see every single girl that was on our record-breaking teams of 2013 and 2014, so that was super exciting to have everybody back together, and um, our team was kind of like the start of a new era for Kentucky Gymnastics, so it was exciting that we were all back together, and we were able to talk about the memories and um, just the exciting things that we all got to accomplish together. I think that was just so fun, and 
seeing how big Kentucky Gymnastics is now since we've graduated. And uh, it's so exciting to see the program thriving. The girls have recently gotten married. Some have new jobs. They live in new places. And some even have newborn babies, which is so crazy. Um, it's absolutely crazy seeing how all of our lives have unfolded since graduating and moving on from college. Um, but everybody's doing so well. And it was exciting to see everybody. And I just feel like everybody was glowing and just so happy. And also, season was getting underway. And I'm a gymnastics coach. So... Uh, every single weekend we would travel or have a home meet. So January was just kind of like the kickstart of um, the season that we had ahead. So everything was getting started, um, just getting in the routine of competing every weekend. So that was fun. In February, gymnastics season was in full swing at that time. And honestly, it is the busiest yet most exciting time of the year for me. I feel like I love my job so much and I wouldn't trade the sleepless nights and 24-7 grind that this career brings because I genuinely love it. I love coming into practice every day. I love bringing high energy. I love uh, going to meets and getting to travel and just seeing the moments that I know the gymnasts work so hard for I think is so important because I, re I remember going through the grind when I was a gymnast and I think that um, seeing their success unfold and their hard work pay off is I it's honestly why I do it I just love it and I love seeing the little successes along the way and not just getting the amazing score at the meet I think seeing the little successes in practice or in the classroom or outside of the gym is so important and it's such an exciting time of the year and actually right now we're about to start season again for 2020 season so I am Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait for um, season. And this year I'm with a new program. I'm with Pitt Gymnastics now, and I'm just so excited and can't wait for um, to take on season with them this year. Um, in February last year, I got to travel to Oregon State, which I had never been to. So that was super fun. It was a very long flight, but we got to see tons of different stuff when we went there. And I'm pretty sure that I tried every single coffee shop in the area by the university <laughs> and I'm like such a coffee junkie and I love it but um, I tried like at least five or six coffee shops while I was there and it was so worth it. It was it was so fun. March, um, wow, March was a month that really brought me a lot of pain, tears, and confusion. Um, I can't even lie about it. Um, March, I lost one of the most influential role models in my life, and I, like, even just talking about the emotions right now of that time period are, it's hard, it's because you, you go through every single day knowing that they're there and they're supporting you and um, that she would be there for me no matter what, and the last weekend of February, my grandma ended up having some health complications and we didn't really know that it was going to be as serious as it ended up being. Um, she ended up taking herself to the hospital because she was having really bad stomach pains. Um, and it ended up that she had a hole in her stomach lining. Um, or so I don't, I'm not sure the medical terms for everything, but um, it ended up being pretty serious. Um, the doctor said that when he went in, he, she went into immediate surgery. Um, 
the doctor said that when he went in there, um, he wasn't able to find the hole, but he felt that he had fixed it all. And a few days pass, and she had to be lifelighted to the nearest hospital that had the top specialist there. So she was lifelighted there. She went into another immediate surgery, and um, they were able to fix everything which was great, but it was almost just too late, and there was a lot of stuff that had leaked out into her internal organs and um, ended up just getting really infected in there, and um, there was really no way that she was going to be able to survive. And one thing, one thing that I am very thankful for is that I was able to spend all the time in the hospital that I did because I had to take off work. I had to... Um, sleep in the hospital for it was over a week it was very draining and just exhausting and having so much emotion towards what was going on um I think is what made me so exhausted as well like I um wasn't getting much sleep I wasn't eating the way I should have been and like I just couldn't take care of myself because I know I just wanted my grandma to feel better and I wanted her to go home safe and um, still be with us. And um, when she, when they decided that she wasn't going to be able to make it, it was one of the toughest times. And I remember my mom telling me the news and it was, I was just in complete shock. I couldn't even show emotion because I, I didn't even know what to think. I was just so confused. Like how could these doctors not be able to, um, fix what was going on with her. I just wanted her to be uh, okay, and she wasn't. And seeing her pass away was um, another tough moment in my life, but I know that now she's not in pain anymore, and she is um, looking down on us from heaven, and I think that um, she would be proud of uh, me and my siblings and my mom and everybody how we handled the situation because all of us were so strong during it. And that's how my grandma would have been. I mean, my grandma was one of the most selfless, strong, caring, um, giving, and her faith in Christ was like one of the strongest that I've ever seen in my life. And I really just want to live a life like she would have lived her life. And that's my, that's my life goal. And I pray and pray and pray every single day that that's how I live my life. And that she would be proud of me. And then April, oh, April was another month that I truly just wish would have never happened and that it was all just a bad dream and I would just wake up and it would be, everything would be okay. Um, in April, my close friend Shelby was given hours to live after being diagnosed again with brain cancer. She had been through multiple treatments in 2018 um, after being diagnosed for the second and third time. And the doctors um, pretty much said that her body would not be able to handle going through another treatment or another surgery or she's just, she had fought for so long and so hard. And I, um, I can't even wrap my head around all the stuff that she had to go through trying to fight the battle of cancer and I know that she's in heaven now and um, she's not in pain she's not having to fight anymore but nothing seemed to be working um, for the treatments it ended up just coming back and 
it's so frustrating and all of it still confuses me and I think about it daily. I just, I wish there was a cure for cancer. I've had so many people in my life um, die from cancer and I still can't wrap my head around it. I wish that it didn't exist, but there's a reason for everything. And I know, I know God uh, had a plan for Shelby and the main thing that I see from Shelby's story is her her being such an inspiration to so many girls and so many people in general. She fought with such a grace and such a strength and happiness in every single step. Like I've never seen someone fight such a hard battle with such a positive outlook and attitude about everything. And once again, just like my grandma, I really just want to live a life like Shelby. She was she was so joyful. She was so positive. She was so encouraging and like just had so much grace about her in the way that she walked every single day. Um, I miss her so much, just like I miss my grandma so much. And there's a reason that um, both of them had to go last year. And I still don't understand it, but I know that um, they're both looking down on me. And um, I just pray that they're proud of me and how I'm living my life. Moving on to May, this was one of the months of just trying to heal and refine myself after losing two of the biggest role models in my life. Um, it was not easy, and to this day, I still have days where it's just so hard, and I wish it wasn't real, and I wish that um, they could be back here. But a highlight of May was my birthday. I turned 24. Um, I feel old now. I don't know why, but 24 like made me feel old and like. Obviously, I'm getting older every single day, but like 24, I was just like, oh my gosh. But on my birthday, I got to spend the whole day with my family. We got to dress up and go to a fancy dinner in my hometown. Um, we took tons of pictures, of course, because I'm sure no one would expect anything less from me because I love having a good photo shoot. Um, it was such a fun day, though, and I was really happy that I could have every single person in my family there for um, the dinner and just celebrating my day. I don't, I'm not the type where um, I like to receive gifts or receive like attention or anything like that, but just having my family there with me and getting to spend the day with them was like such a highlight of um, my year, and I was, I was so happy. Um, June, I feel like this month was where I was finally getting my emotions back on track and um, feeling healing. I, had the opportunity to travel a lot for coaching and choreography and vacations. And I felt like traveling was a huge piece of me reflecting and getting back on track and just clearing my mind and um, refining peace um, from the different struggles that I had gone, gone through in the beginning of the year. Uh, I was just able to escape the routine of the day to day and just adventure and enjoy myself um, all while doing while I love, which is so fun. Um, I got to travel for coaching and choreography. I traveled to Tennessee, California, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Kentucky, Florida. Um, I'm probably missing a couple places, but that's um, the most of the places that I was able to go to. In Tennessee, I was coaching at Flipfest Gymnastics Camp. I go there every single year because it's just a, it's a, such a fun environment, and I love John and John. Um, they run such an amazing camp and they have such a great culture there and they really, um, they really encourage the staff and it's also like character building and 
positivity like the whole entire week. Like we get together as a staff and we do tons of um, encouraging activities and taking time to reflect and reflect on your blessings as well. Like, cause I feel like sometimes we just go through the day to day and we don't think about all of our blessings that were being given every single day. And we just, we just, we take it for granted, which is, it's so sad to say, but it's so true. And I think um, going there and really getting time to just reflect and be part of such an amazing culture there is so fun. Um, and right after I went home from Tennessee, I got to fly to California and we got to celebrate one of my close friends, Kate, for her bachelorette weekend. I had never been to Palm Springs before, and it was one of the greatest times ever. And I was surrounded by the most amazing women. I got to meet so many new friends um, through Antoine and Kate's bridal party, and it was just an unforgettable weekend. And I'm so glad that I made that trip there to celebrate their wedding. Um, we ended up getting an Airbnb in Palm Springs, and... I had never been there, so I didn't know, like, how far it was of a drive from, like, because they live in L.A., but, um, so we drove to Palm Springs after I flew in, and we just got an Airbnb with all the girls, and there was a pool there. The mountains were in the background. If you guys get a chance, you can go look at my Instagram because I took some of the coolest pictures there, and it was just such a good time, and I just felt so much joy while being there because I was surrounded by such amazing people. And we talked, we got to know each other, we bonded, we told stories, we shared our love for Kate, we got to just like have such a great time. And it was so needed and so amazing. Um, then I went to Pittsburgh, and I had the opportunity to coach the gymnastics camp for the university. Um, this brought me way more opportunities than just coaching their camp. And I can't thank God enough for this. Before I came to coach the camp, I was I was honestly just lost and wasn't sure what my next step was for life and my career. Um, but when I went to Pitt, I, it's, it was such a weird feeling, but I immediately felt at home and like I got to travel around and see the city while I wasn't coaching. And I just fell in love with the city. And before that I had never been to Pittsburgh before. Um, and actually like get to adventure around and see the sights and, um, just the vibe that Pittsburgh brought. Um, but I will get more into this discussion later on in this podcast. So stay tuned for that in a few minutes. But um, some super exciting stuff came from visiting Pittsburgh in the summer, and I was really happy about it. Um, after that, I went to Cincinnati, and I got to coach a camp at a plug, club program that um, is ran by one of my former coaches that I had while I was a club gymnast. Um, and I also got to do their team's choreography. But I felt that in 2019, I had the opportunity to do tons of choreography, which is something that I enjoy so much. Um, it's it's one of my favorite parts of my career, actually. And I feel that I can use my creativity and be myself. And it's just such a fun, quote-unquote, job that I have. Um, and I say, quote-unquote, because like when I do it or when I'm coaching, when I do choreography, it doesn't feel like work to me. I just enjoy it so much that... It just comes so naturally, and I, I love it, and it doesn't feel like work. Um, in Kentucky, I got to go back to my alma mater, which is um, University of Kentucky, and I coached the gymnastics camp there. Um, I love doing this every single year, and it's always a highlight of mine, going and coaching all the young gymnasts each year. 
Um, I remember coaching it as a gymnast, and I just feel like it's so rewarding to see all the little girls that look up to you and want to be in your shoes one day, and they want to um, be a gymnast at the University of Kentucky and the SEC, and that's like their dream, and I just remember being in their shoes as well, and so it's awesome that they just look up to you so much and um, really take your advice and um, love bonding with you because that's where they want to be one day. Um, but catching up with all the girls on the team and the coaches is always such a fun experience, but it makes me feel older and older every single year because this year is the first season where it's all, all the girls on the Kentucky team are ones that I never competed with. So it's all, it's like a new generation of gymnastics and it, it just makes me feel old, but it's also like so rewarding and so awesome to like still have connections with them and be able to support them um, every single year. Um, after that, I was able to go to Florida and I got to enjoy some much needed rest and relaxation with my family. Um, my family and I always go down to Florida a couple times a year. Um, my grandpa lives down there and we have some family friends down there. And it's always just a great time to get away from reality and just enjoy time with the ones that I love most. And we always go to the beach and maybe we'll go to a park sometimes. We always eat tons of great food. Um, it's just really a time to like enjoy each other because I feel like every single day it's more like hustle and bustle and you don't really get to like cherish the moments with your family. And so being there all together, not having to focus on work and just getting to like detox for a week is um, so fun and I loved it. And I also spent the 4th of July with my family. So July was a great month. Um, I kind of did a lot of the same things in July that I did in June. So I, I was still coaching tons of camps and doing choreography. And um, I think this summer was seriously amazing because I loved traveling and making new connections and meeting new people. I think that my summer um, traveling was definitely a highlight of my entire year. And um, getting to travel, like helped me mentally, and it helped me professionally, I feel like I got to make so many new co connections and um, just enjoy myself. But one of the best moments in July was my friend Kate and Antoine's wedding. And it was seriously the most stunning wedding that I've ever been to. And she was the most gorgeous bride. It was the most magical day. And I just loved every second of it. I got to be reconnected with all the girls and um, people that I met out in California for their um, bachelorette and uh, bachelor weekend. So that was fun getting to like hang out with all those people again. It was, it was such a great weekend and I loved it. Um, in August, I got to go enjoy some more time in Florida with my family. Um, beach, eat, sleep, and repeat was pretty much the schedule and I enjoyed every single second of it. Um, one of the highlights of this trip was going to the Tampa Bay Bucks training camp and watch my big bro Pharaoh play. I had never, before that, I had never gotten to see anything like NFL related. Like I'd never been to a game, um, and let alone a training camp. So that was a super cool moment. And it was crazy, like seeing like the grind that they put in, like during a practice, it was, it was so hot outside and they were like so sweaty and I just couldn't even imagine working out in that heat and they were champs and I'm just so proud of um Barrington and can't wait to see like all the amazing stuff he does in the NFL it's 
so awesome to see him follow his dream and be so successful. But August was also a huge transitional period in my life and probably one of the most stressful for me. Um, I had to figure out the next step in my life and in my career. And this is a um, spot that I'm sure everybody's been in, but weighing all of my options and trying to figure out what would be best for me and my future was, I think, the most like confusing and stressful stressful part. Um, but I know so many people go through this and it was just really difficult for me and it was truly one of the hardest decisions by far, but everything ended up being perfect in how it was meant to be. I placed all of my faith in God and knowing he already had a plan set for me and I just needed to trust my heart and his word to guide me through the next step um, was what really helped me got what really helped me get through it. Um, I just prayed and prayed and prayed more. <laughs> um, and God kept pulling my heart to go to Pittsburgh. And I don't know what it was, but I just felt like that's where he was calling me to go. And the moment I made that decision, I felt at peace and just so happy and filled with joy. And I made the decision to take the volunteer assistant um, coaching position at the University of Pittsburgh and also coach at um, a club gym in the area, which is Excel Gymnastics. Um, it was it was just time to put on my big girl pants and move away from home. And it was a huge step for me. But in the matter of two weeks, I found a roommate and a place to live. And everything just fell together so easily. Like, it was just completely meant to be. It, everything just went so smoothly that that's like, I just knew that that's what I was meant to do. Because of the way how, how easy it was to um, figure everything out. So, in September... I ended up making the move to Pittsburgh um, Labor Day weekend, so it was like the first weekend of September, and I have to thank my dad for helping me move all of my stuff into my apartment. Um, my mom actually got super sick that day, and the day that I planned to move, so she had to stay home, and my brother had work, so my dad and I got it all done. Um, we moved my bed, my dresser, like literally everything, and it was all by herself, so I'm super proud of us. <laughs> um... I'm still waiting for my family to come visit me in Pittsburgh, so hopefully they come soon and then I, I can show them all the cool spots that um, I found for food and like fun things to do. Uh, I love food, so I'm sure I've talked about food a million times in this podcast, but yes, food and coffee are like the ways to my heart. So, um, But this whole month was really just a complete transitional period for me, um, but honestly in so many great ways. I found... A church here called Amplify through some friends, and it immediately felt like home. I grew up with um, church and God's word being such a main priority in my life, and when I decided to move to Pitt, I knew that that was one of the main things I needed to find when I moved here. Uh, and of course, my second priority would be the coffee shops and food, but in all seriousness, I've made some of the most amazing and coolest friends through Amplify and through work. I just have such a great circle here and it's amazing and they have all welcomed me with open arms and make me feel so at home and I just I've had so much joy ever since I moved here. Another thing that I found uh, when I moved to Pittsburgh was Millennium Dance. Uh, this has been such a great addition into my life and has given me a whole new hobby and something that challenges me. Um, I've been going to the hip-hop classes every single Thursday and I look forward to it every single week it's been super fun and kind of just like getting in the routine of like working out again and being challenged mentally and physically is awesome. 
Um, I always do choreography, so it's cool getting the knowledge of different um, dance techniques and different movements and just different stuff like that. I think it's really helpful for me growing professionally and personally. So it's been super fun, and I love all the people that I've met there so far, and I can't wait to um, see where it takes me. In October, I was just kind of getting settled in and finally adapted to my new routine. Um, this month was exciting because I was able to host my first ever gymnastics clinic, and it was in honor of Shelby. Um, it was the Sh Shelby Strong Clinic, and I hosted it at a local gym back home in Ohio. Um, we had an amazing turnout for the first one ever, and I'm so excited to see it grow in the next few years. Definitely stay tuned for um, the release of my next one for next year. I haven't really started working on it yet, but um, it's definitely going to be happening. Also, I am making t-shirts. Me and Shelby's mom were able to come up with an awesome design, and I made some Shelby Strong t-shirts, so stay tuned for that as well. I'll be posting that on my social media if you would like to order one. Um, you are more than welcome to, and I, I honestly just think honoring Shelby's strength and fight through her battle with cancer and her love for gymnastics it fills me with joy. Like I just, I love honoring her because she was such an amazing human being and she was an inspiration to so many people. And I wish she was still here, but I know that she would be so proud of Kentucky gymnastics, um, the strength that all of us have shown through. Um, I wish she was still here, but I know that she would just be so proud. In November, I did a lot of traveling. It was super fun, but I got to go to New York City, and then I also went home for Thanksgiving, so that was so fun. In New York City, um, New York City is like one of my favorite places to go. I love the city. It's so fun. So my mom has an annual conference that she goes to every single year in New York City, and I decided to meet her there, and we just kind of spent the whole weekend together. We, w we went to Central Park. We went to a Broadway show. We saw Mean Girls. That was such a great Broadway show. If you haven't um, seen it yet, you definitely should check it out. It was so worth it. And then what else did we do? We went to Times Square. Um, I drank lots of coffee. That was fun. Um, we did some shopping. We, did we do? oh, I got to go to the MoMA, which was amazing. I love the arts and um, going to the MoMA, I literally just like got lost in there. It was in a good way. I got lost like in my mind and I got to like be creative and just like walk around and look at all the art. It was so cool. I loved it. It was, it was um, definitely a highlight of my trip. Um, and we started our trip off. Me and my mom love sports and my mom's a crazy Duke, Duke fan, Duke basketball fan. Um, so we went to Madison square garden, which I had never been before. And we had like courtside seats for the Duke basketball game. It was insane. Like, um, unforgettable experience. It was, it was so cool. And then the next day we got to go to see the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving was not playing. So I was very upset about that because he is like my favorite basketball player of all time. Hopefully I'll get to see him play again, but we didn't get to see him in New York. So I was sad, but it's okay. So we went to both of those basketball games. We went to a Broadway show. We went to Central Park. Um, we did so much walking. I was looking at my steps for every single day, and I don't know how I, like, didn't have blisters on my feet. It was – we did so much walking. It was crazy. But shout-out to my Apple Watch for keeping track of my steps, and I met my goal for um, – 
probably the entire year with all the steps that I took. So that was awesome. And then in December, I got to go home for Christmas. Um, Christmas time and the holidays is like my favorite time of the year. I don't know about any of y'all, but I just love like being with family, eating great food and just like enjoying each moment of the holidays. And I honestly love giving gifts. I like am not the type where I like always want in to receive or want gifts to be given to me, but I love shopping and like getting other people gifts and hoping that they love them. Um, so I got to go home for Christmas and we just enjoyed a lot of time together. Um, I got to be home for two days and then I was right back at it and back into the groove of the work schedule, really. Um, so as I wrap up this discussion of my 2019, I think it's just clear that I've went through so many challenges and um, was given so many blessings in kind of every single aspect of my life and they were all so needed. And I hope that um, you guys have the same outlook on life um, towards certain things that happen like that. I was challenged personally. I was challenged in my relationships. I was challenged professionally. I was challenged uh, kind of just like spiritually in every single type of aspect. I mean, I moved to a whole new city. I went through tons of transition. I got a new job. I changed um, my surroundings. I went through a breakup. I found myself through that process. I moved um, to a different church and like found a whole new deeper love for God that I never even thought existed. So I think that it's just so important that we take our times of uncomfort in our times that we might be so out of our comfort zone and it's scary that we use those as times to grow and become better people through it. I think going into 2020, I don't really have any resolutions. I've never really been someone that makes resolutions because, but I do think it's awesome for people that do though. Um, but usually every single year, I'll just make a few goals that I want to see myself accomplish in the coming year. Um, and I've thought a lot about what I want to accomplish in 2020 because 2019 was just such a whirlwind of experiences and emotions. And I think 2019 taught me a lot and brought me a lot of blessings, but also a lot of heartbreak. So it was kind of like, it was such a, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just like such a hard yet rewarding year. I guess that's how I would explain it. Um, so I think 2020, I think it's preparing 2019, I think prepared me for um, anything to happen because so much unexpected events happened in 2019 that I wasn't ready for or prepared for. And I, I think God honestly did that. So then he, it showed how strong I was. Like, honestly, I just, I feel like he taught me that I am strong and I can handle anything that's thrown my way because there was a lot of just heartbreak and um, bad things that happened. And not being prepared for it, but handling it so well and with such grace taught me that I can handle anything. So whatever's thrown at me in 2020, I'm ready for. And I think that's honestly what God taught me this year is that I can handle, I can handle it. I'm strong. I'm relentless, I guess I would say. So I made these goals and kind of like bucket list items, I guess you would say for 2020. Um, but number one is that I want to finish writing my book and begin the process of publishing it. Um, I started my book at the end of 2018 and have been working on it steadily ever since. 
I'm such a perfectionist though and want to make sure it's perfect and amazing before I start the process of publishing, which I know is how any writer is. And just writing a book has always been on my bucket list. And I think, why not go for it? You know, I just, we only live once and that's so cliche to say, but why not go for it? You know, and I want to self-publish it. So I'm not sure how long that process takes, but I'm hoping to have everything completed by this year and then maybe release it next year. So we'll see um, when all of that unfolds and stay tuned. Um, number two, I want to just continue to inspire and spread positivity to everyone around me. I, I feel that it's so easy to just think negatively and complain about certain situations that may happen or things throughout the day um, that happen, but it's just, it's way easier to walk through life carrying positivity, kindness, unconditional love and grace. And I've always made it a priority to check up on people, even if it's just texting and saying, have a great week or hope all is well, or um, just any like little reminder that I'm always there for them. And I always want to make people feel that I'm someone who will always be there for them. So in 2020, I want to continue to live that way. I want to live with grace, love, kindness, and positivity because those are four key things that I feel just bring so much joy in life and helps you keep going and having a positive outlook. Um, number three, this is more of a bucket list item, but I want to go on a road trip somewhere in my Jeep. I don't care where it is, but I want to just hop in my Jeep, pack some stuff up, and take a road trip to somewhere. So if anybody wants to join me, let me know because I'm totally down and I have three seats. So I'm down for whoever wants to go. <laughs> Number four, I want to level up in my career of coaching. In 2019, I learned so many um, new things while coaching camps, doing choreography, and moving to Pittsburgh and taking this new job opportunity. And I'm excited to grow and learn more this year and hopefully take some major strides in my career. Um, obviously, I can't tell the future, but I hope that uh, this year will really just be my breakthrough year and the year that um, my hard work pays off. So we'll see. And I'm so excited. Um, if you guys have any goals, resolutions, or things that you're looking forward to in 2020, drop it in the review, review section. And I cannot wait to read them all and support you as you take on the new year. Um, I think this year is going to bring so many amazing things to all of us. And I think all it takes is having a positive outlook and just really setting goals and then following through with them, making the steps that you need to take a priority and just really focusing on yourself and your goals, but then also inspiring the people around you. Um, so I wish everybody the best of luck and I wish everybody the best new year ever. And I hope this year brings you so many new blessings and prosperity. Um, and I want to thank you for listening to this episode of When Life Gives You Lemons. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope that it brought you some inspiration from hearing my story of 2019 and my goals of 2020, and talk to you guys next podcast episode. Have a great week, guys.